welcome in everybody to the second Riot Report. This is our uh, second ever one of these and the second one we're going to do in the preseason for year two for the Greenville Triumph and coincidentally the Reedy River Riot as well. So today, last time you heard from President Andrew Phillips to kind of kick off this new uh, show that we're doing here on the Yeah That Soccer Show Network. Today, you're going to get to hear from Joe Bright, who is a member at large on the Reedy River Riot board. He is going to be kind of a regular on this podcast in terms of the Riot Report every week. Uh, We'll probably rotate some more folks in, but he is going to be our go-to man. So I wanted to take an opportunity before the season gets rolling to let you guys get to know him if you don't know him already and hear a little bit about his history with the sport, what he's looking forward to in year number two for the Triumph. And so we're going to take a quick break here at the top so we don't have to do it in the middle to hear from a sponsor. And then we will get right into that interview with Joe Bright. Welcome in to another edition of the Riot Report. And we have a different guest this time, but an exciting guest. It is member at large on the Riot Board, Joe Bright. Joe, thanks for jumping in with us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. So, Joe, before we jump in to Greenville Triumph stuff and Riot stuff, I want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself to those who might be listening, maybe folks who have seen you at the tailgate but might not necessarily know you uh, intimately or know your history with soccer. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and how you got involved with the Riot to start out? Um, so I, I guess I'm one of the OGs, one of the uh, the first five or six people that kind of you know, we're hanging out at the Waffle House that night and decided that we were going to start a supporters group. And, uh, but I, I'm also the guy that lives out of town, which I guess is kind of my, that's how everyone knows me. Um, I work in Atlanta. I come back to Greenville on the weekends. So I'm not around as much, but, uh, I try to be around as much as I can. Um, but I've been in soccer uh, or involved in soccer for, feels like forever. Um, played in high school, you know, I've kind of played all my life. Uh, I've been the secretary of American outlaws Greenville for, I think three or four years now. So I, I've been involved in national with them and I'm also a member of resurgence for Atlanta United. So I, I wear many hats and support quite a few teams. So you talked a little bit about your history as a fan, uh, both just playing the game and kind of observing the game. But who are some of your favorite teams? Obviously, you know, the Greenville Triumph, you mentioned uh, Atlanta United, but who are some of your other favorite soccer teams that you follow on a regular basis? So my, my first love, the, the team that kind of really got me into soccer was Chelsea. Um, just from my time kind of uh, following the game and, and, you know, kind of going to England, that was the, the first team that I saw. And it was the first team that really, you know, that 2003, 2004 uh, Chelsea team was really what kind of captured my heart. So I've been a fan of them forever. Um, I try to watch every game I can. I have a massive uh, Chelsea jersey collection that I will wear all the time. So, but uh, but they're really kind of, they've always been my first love. Um, Atlanta United was a, I guess a product of that because it was, I could feel that same passion for a team that I could actually drive and go see. Um, so that's what really kind of got me on board with them. And then Greenville was even better because, Hey, this is my city is getting a team. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really Chelsea first. And then, well, I guess the U S you know, kind of dovetailed in with that, but yeah. And then Atlanta United and now Greenville. 
So, and I, I just, I want to segue off of that real quick to ask a, an aside, because it's something I've been asked by folks. You mentioned the thing about Greenville getting a team and it, and it being your city. How do you, how do you balance that with being a fan of a, a major league soccer team or an English premier league team in terms of uh, emotional investment and where your heart goes? Is it, do you feel like there's a conflict there? Do you feel like you have a loyalty to one over the other? Uh, personally, I don't. I mean, honestly, I see it no different than pulling than having a college football team and having a an NFL team or, you know, pulling for the Greenville Drive, but also liking the Red Sox. Um, there's no overlap there. You know, very rarely will. Uh, and I hope it happens. God, I would love to see Atlanta United come to Greenville or Greenville, you know, go to Atlanta for an Open Cup game. But there's there's never going to be any overlap there. Um, and it's actually that this isn't. Uh, uncommon in soccer fandom. I know in England, a lot of my English friends that follow Chelsea or Man United or whatever, they have a team in League One or League Two that's more their their local team that they support because there's no overlap and there's there's no situation where your fandom is really going to be uh, pulled in both directions. And plus, it, it's it, it allows the the fans of the big teams to still support their local community by pulling for the local club. Sure. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, so talk a little bit about how you got involved with leadership, with being on the board uh, this year with the Riot, and then what exactly your role is there as a member at large. Um, so actually, the member at large was a step down from last year. I believe I was the secretary last year. Um, so it was or I was tailgate chair. I was kind of kind of focused on pre-match experience last year. Uh, this year, because I'm not in town as much as I want to be um, yet, I'm kind of the, I do as much as I can from afar, which is kind of why I wanted to do the podcast. And it's why I'm, you know, anything that needs kind of fixing or worked on, I can kind of bounce around. Um, I have a lot of experience in a lot of groups like this. So without being tied down to one particular, uh, you know, role within the group, being a member at large allows me to help whoever needs helping at the time. So what are you most excited about uh, going into year two with the triumph, both uh, with the team and then yourself uh, as a fan, you know, something other than the on the field stuff. What are the, what are the things you're most looking forward to going into year two? So from a team perspective, I mean, I think uh, Harks did a fantastic job last year of developing a, a team identity. We, we knew what style we were going to play. We're going to play, you know, disciplined, you know, balanced, tight defense, and we're going to hit on the counter, which is fine. And it worked out great for us. It got us all the way to the title game. And now we've had a, now going into year two, Harks can try and find players that can fit his system, kind of plug and play type guys. And I'll talk about guys I'm excited about later if you want. But, um, you know, he can bring in guys that will play this system that will mesh automatically with these guys. There'll be no learning curve or at least a, a lower learning curve this year. So I think our performance will be a lot better right out of the gate. You know, we struggled a little bit, you know, kind of first part of the season. Um, I think there'll be less of that this year. And, and I think, I think we're going to do one step better than last year. Ooh, little teaser for, for yeah. a question I've got later. That's uh that's, enti- yeah, that's yeah. enticing. So what about you for, what about you as a fan fan with the off the field stuff? So the off the field stuff, uh, I mean, truly, I'm excited to see the the organic growth of the support for the team. Um, 
and I don't know how long you've been in town, but but being a lifelong you know resident of the upstate, I've seen a lot of teams come and go, you know, different sports, but it looks like the roots are deep here. And so I think much like the drive support has kind of organically grown and it's kind of become a, an institution within the city. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to watching the support grow and kind of watching the, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the same people who are not in the group at the games that I know go to the games, you know, and they're bringing their kids and their kids are falling in love with the game and just watching the support grow and watching it become a, you know, not a three, four, five year thing, but a 20, 30, 40 year thing. Sure. Yeah, no, that that's, uh, and that's something for, for myself. And I know for others that maybe have young kids, you know, it's kind of cool to be planting roots and growing families and watching legacies as, as kids grow up to like, this is going to be their team. So I think that's, yeah, I think that's something that going into year two, I'm excited to see that growth as well and how we turn the page into, Hey, this is the shiny new thing to like, now let's, let's get the established core and, and let's, let's grow that organically. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the preseason. You know, last year wasn't a, wasn't much of a preseason and what was there was kind of light and, and unavailable for most fans to, to partake in. But this year we've had two home matches, uh, a 1-0 victory over the Charleston Battery and then a 2-0 loss to Charlotte. And then we had a road victory last week, 2-1 over North Carolina FC. Uh, Hark's going out and playing some USL championship level talent, some pretty good talent, getting uh, a couple victories and, and getting to see some trialist play. Uh, I, I know you might not have been able to take in all of that, but what have you noticed just from either social media or getting to get out to some of the matches? And, and what are your thoughts on how preseason has gone for this team? Uh, for one, I love going out and scheduling the USL championship guys uh, for two reasons. One, we have Open Cup coming up. And we're not just playing a USL championship team. We're playing one of their best. So uh, I I like scheduling and playing the championship guys because that's the talent level you're going to see, you know, when New Mexico comes to town, uh, which is a game I'm excited for, as an aside. Um, so I like going out and scheduling that quality of opponent. Uh, I think – and then having success with that type of opponent is going to give your team a lot of confidence going into the season. Um as far as what I've seen, I've seen a team that's ready. Like they're they're ready for the to to take on whatever challenges they've got this year. The defenses look good, despite the fact that we lost a couple of key guys. Um, I like who they brought in. I'm a huge fan of uh, Abdi Muhammad, uh, Mo's cousin that they brought in. To I think he's playing right wing back for us. Um, I think he's a game changer. Uh, he is a guy that both can defend, but also turn defense into attack in a way that we struggled to do sometimes last year. And if you're going to play that kind of uh, kind of shell defense that, that we played a lot last year and worked great for us, you need those guys, especially on the wings, that can counterattack and can get things going on the other end quick. And I think Abby's going to be one of those guys. I think he is an absolute steal for us. I, I'm excited for it. Uh, I think the... I think year two is going to be good. It's, uh, I think we've proven we can hang in there with anybody. I've liked some of the trialists. Uh, I believe at least one of them scored in the uh, the North or the North Carolina game, or was it? Yeah, yeah, the North Carolina game. I think at least one, maybe both of those goals were trialist goals. Yeah, and was just announced uh, before we started recording that he was actually signed this morning by the team. Noah Palato. He is the new addition to the triumph. 
Nice. Nice. Okay, well, good. I mean, hey, he earned it. That's what being a trialist is all about. You know, you go out there, you get a chance to prove yourself, you do it, you get a, you get a contract. Absolutely. So um, let's let's turn the page a little bit and talk about the Reedy River Riot, some things coming up uh, for the supporters group, for the team. But, you know, again, as the team goes, so the supporters go. We want to be involved and active in everything they're doing. So I think the first thing that is actually coming up is the Triumph has been teasing this partnership announcement release thing with Brewery 85. I think uh, I don't think you have to be a rocket scientist to really figure out what's going on here. Uh, that is going to be coming up on the 11th of March. Um, and then the weekend following, we've got the St. Patrick's Day parade that the riot's going to be marching in. Uh, and then that Sunday is the kickoff party. Let's talk about those three things to to begin with. Why don't you give us the lowdown on everything we need to know as members of the riot or just supporters in general? So for the Triumph Party, I mean, I guess it's all uh, it's all speculation, right? Um, I mean, is it? I'm assuming it's the kit launch. Surely, we're too close to the season not to to see what this year's kit's going to look like. Um, I'm hoping for a Triumph beer, maybe that uh, that we can get canned and maybe have at some riot tailgates. See. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, so I think we'll see those two things. Maybe the third, if you want me to kind of pick a wild card thing, maybe a stadium plan. I mean, I love Legacy, but I think the original plan was to have our own soccer-specific stadium. Maybe there's something there. I'm not saying there is, but, you know, if you ask me to pick something out of the air, you know, uh, maybe mentioning, hey, this is kind of where we're looking at maybe building one. Maybe a mock-up, a drawing, something to kind of whet the appetite. Um, other than that, I mean, I think it's, it's going to be a lot like last year's launch party was, which is a lot of fun. They, uh, the players were there, coach was there, you know, it was a big event to get everybody hyped up for the season. So what about the, the parade and the, and the riot kickoff party? Um, okay. So the St. Patrick's Day parade is going to be a little less formal. Um, we're asking everyone to meet us at County Square at 10, I'd say be 10 minutes early just so we can kind of get everything organized. Um, but we are marching in the parade. Uh, we're going to beat our drums and fly our flags and do our chants and kind of try to get as many people, you know, along the parade route as excited as we can have them for the season. Maybe uh, snag a few members, maybe get a few people to come to the party the next night, um, which is going to be a local queue from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Um, everybody's welcome. You don't have to be a member. We are going to have a sign up table there if you uh, want to join. Or if you want to get your spouse, your kids, anybody else involved, uh, we will have a sign-up table there to sign people up. Um, we're going to have merch for sale, but importantly, or most importantly, if you are a member, you can pick up your perks, your scarves, your shirts. Um, if you're a Diamond member, you get these uh, koozies and tumblers that look fantastic and that I'm not allowed to show anybody. Um, so you'll be able to pick up all of your merch. It's going to be in the all-ages section of Local Q. I know that's uh, that's kind of a half 21 and over place, but we'll be in the all ages section. Uh, we're going to be doing some chance. It'll be good food. Um, yeah. So we want everybody to come out and, and get ready for the season. Yeah. So one, one other thing I think that has been really cool this off season to watch, uh, the riot continue to grow. And this is, this goes back to your point. I think about watching the support for this team grow in year two is there has been just a plethora of community partners added, um, that are kind of 
saying, hey, if you're a member of the Reedy River Riot, show up. We're going to give you discounts. We're going to do whatever we can to support both the supporters group and the team. Um, and, you know, a lot of those things can be found on the Reedy River Riot website. There's a community partners page, which you might even find a logo for your favorite podcast on that page. So go check that out. That's kind of the landing page for there. But one of the things that was announced last week uh, that I think is kind of cool is this glass recycling partnership. Can you go ahead and talk a little bit about what that means for folks coming up to the tailgates? Um, so we're going to have, uh, I guess there wasn't there, or there was kind of a lack of a place to recycle things at the tailgates. Um, so we do have them partnered with us. I think we're going to have uh, an area available to recycle um, and try to, to help the community and keep everything cleaned up, kind of reduce our carbon footprint and, and make things a little more sustainable and, and keep our city clean, uh, which is really important for us. I mean, we're, we're a, the city's club, we're the city supporters group, and we're going to take care of our city. So uh, I, I think, uh, what is it, Bricolage Dynamics, I think they're, they're going to help us do that, and we love having them on board. All right, Joe, now is the time we're really going to grill you. This is going to be the quick hit lightning round. You know, I want you to to give me your first thoughts on a couple of questions here. And then the last question will be a little bit more open-ended, so you can really just dive into whatever you want to, to share. But uh, the first thing I've got for you, who is your favorite returning Triumph player for year two? It's got to be Dallas J. I'm a goalkeeper. I love goalkeepers. It's Dallas. Who are you the most sad about losing from year one? The the saddest departure. Saddest departure. Um, it's hard because you get so emotionally invested in these guys. I'm sad to see them all go. Um, oh, I don't know. Well, I'm just gonna, I'm going to take the cop out and say everyone. All right. Uh, favorite new player. Now I know you mentioned Abdi Bahamid, so that might be your answer. But uh, if it is, that's fine. But give me give me another guy too. Um, it's yeah. Of course, it is Abdi. I'm really excited for that. Um, as far as the new guys, as bad as it sounds, you don't see enough. Um, you don't see enough guys prior to them joining the team to really get that excited. He stood out the most to me. Um, but I'm also going to say I'm, I'm excited for Paul too, uh, Paul Christensen. I know he played, he had his cup of coffee in MLS. He looked good in that game. Um, so, and Dallas, he does do a lot with uh, his national team. So I think it's, people don't understand how important it is to have a capable backup, uh, between the sticks. So, uh, you know, goalkeepers, a tough position, injuries happen, international duty calls. So I think it's great to have a guy that's been tested back there. Yeah, that's a good pull. Uh, All in on goalies. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good pull. And I think, you know, a lot of fans in the upstate who are also Atlanta United fans will have that connection there and, and get to get to root for him as well. So uh, last question, this is the open-ended, like you get to share everything you've got on your mind that you want to dump out here in the preseason. What are your predictions for year two? Uh, prediction for year two, uh, I think I, I mentioned it earlier. I think we go one step better. I think we win it all. Um, and I think that it's going to look a lot like last year, but with a little more punch. Um, I think that our attacking is going to be better. I think we're going to score more goals, especially early in the season. Um, and I think our defense is going to be the, the backbone of the team. So I think, uh, I think Dallas gets golden gloves again. 
I think we have the best defensive record, and I think we're probably third or fourth in goals scored. Um, you know, we're not going to be North Texas, a team that goes out there and can drop five or six on you often. But, uh, you know, I think we won a lot of two-nothings. I think we won, you know, our fair share of, of two-ones, three-ones. Um, so I, I think we probably third or fourth in goals scored, best defensive record, win the final. Awesome. Well, Joe, thanks for jumping in with us. I know, you know, we may have some other Riot board members on from time to time, but I know you're going to be kind of our go-to guy for these Riot reports. So it's good to just take a chance in this this first preseason episode to get to know you a little bit. Um, but hopefully going forward, we'll have a lot to break down, lots of victories to to cheer about and things to predict as we're going into the season. Uh, but thanks for jumping on with us. Absolutely, man. Um, can I plug about two or three more things? Yes, please do. Okay, so we are, the Riot, are looking for kids age 5 to 14 to do a walkout with the players on May 17th. Uh, if you are a member, um, if you're interested in being a member, if your kid is really into the team, reach out to us. Um, I think we're looking, I'm not sure how many we're using, I think it's usually 18, um, but we are looking for kids age 5 to 14 years old to do a walkout with the players on May 17th. Um, and then the last thing I did want to, I, I need to plug the community partners because they're amazing. Um, and just kind of let people know what they're actually getting with their Riot membership. Uh, you get 10% off at both community tap locations anytime with your membership card. So good food, good beer there. Um, the one I've used most often is 10% off drinks at Bridge City Coffee, uh, which is over there by Bob Jones. Um, it is an excellent coffee shop. I uh, get 10% off at the Oxford Barber Company. I'm not a guy with a lot of hair, but uh, some people have it. I'm jealous of them, and they can go to Oxford Barber. Um, and then what I think is cool is uh, you get $15, or sorry, if you take your Greenville Tribe jersey to Lloyd's Soccer Shop, uh, you get $15 number printing on your Greenville Tribe jersey. So if you got your favorite player, if you've got your own lucky number, you can take it to Lloyd's, pay them 15 bucks, and they will put it on your Triumph jersey. Um, and then also at Growler House West Greenville, um, on game days, you get 10% off. Uh, that is usually where we do our away matches. Um, so if you want to watch an away match with us or if you want to go after the game around the corner to Growler House, you get 10% off. Nice. Well, that again, all that stuff, if you can't remember all that, you're driving, listen to the podcast, you can go over to readyriverriot.com and check, click on the Community Partners page. All that info is right there for you. Joe, where can folks follow you in the meantime uh, bef before we get into the season? Um, let's see. Uh, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is I'm that Joe you know. Uh, and that's really where I'm at most of the time. I think I'm on Twitter uh, every now and then. I think my Twitter handle is uh, at JB underscore N underscore SC. All right. Hey, Joe, thanks for jumping in with us once again. And we will look forward to talking to you once the season gets rolling. All right. Talk to you next time, man. Thanks for having me. Big thanks once again to Joe for joining the show today. Like I said at the top, he is going to be a regular staple here on the Riot Report week in, week out. Once we get to the season, it's not going to be as much interview type stuff. It's going to be uh, reviewing the week that was, previewing the week to come, and uh, and then any little tidbits that the Riot want to keep us uh, apprised of as fans. So I uh, hope you'll stick with us. Uh, this will probably be the last one we do until we're ready to do our, our preview for the first match, which is only in a couple weeks, March 27th. It's coming quick, folks, and so uh, stay tuned here to the Yeah That Soccer Show feed. We're going to try to have some shows coming out in the next couple weeks 
and stay tuned over at gvlsoccer.com where the blog is. I'm going to try to put out some predictions pieces, some bold bold predictions, season predictions, that whole deal, and uh, hopefully we'll get running up to the uh, to the debut of Season 2 coming up in just a few short weeks. Make sure you check out the Greenville Triumph and check out the Reedy River Riot on all the social medias. There's a ton of events happening between now and opening day. So make sure you show up and show out to everything so that we can show we support this team. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.